Let's go! Episode 2 of the Break Shop Podcast. My podcast. I'm Alec. Also, get referred to as AJ. So if you hear either or, you get a little confused. I'm actually just one person. Yeah, Alec or AJ. I'm, I'm, I should say, I should pre- uh, preface, the episode 1 we recorded over Labor Day weekend and posted it to Apple, but it didn't actually get approved until like... It took like two weeks, so a little, so it kind of stunk having, you know, the 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 first podcast get released after the NFL season started with the over and unders, because I feel like people only care about that um, the weeks leading up to the season. But hey, you know what? It got posted. Never never thought I'd have an episode one of a podcast. Here we are with episode two. Um, so this one actually, we're in week two going into week two here of the NFL at the time of recording this. This has the NFC over-under win totals. So, I mean, if anything, you can listen to it and say, oh, wow, you had the Bucks at under, and, you know, who knows? Um, they beat New Orleans last week. So you could be laughing, saying, well, they're, you know, they won the day. By the time you listen to this, they could have three wins going into the week four. Who knows there? You can just listen to it, make fun of how wrong we were on our totals. Jeremy, um, Jeremy and Ty came back on for that one, and Jeremy talks uh, about his beloved Seahawks, so good conversation there, uh, but I want to start off talking about something that, that bothers me a little bit with sports. Anytime we try to analyze trades, we never really take into consideration the draft picks that go along in the trades. I have two prime uh, examples of my mind on that, but uh, first, we'll go ahead and do a little uh, generic intro intro song, and then we'll, we'll get we'll get into it. Um, but I'm I'm gonna talk about the uh, that by myself. I'm just gonna go, I'm just you know sometimes you just gotta go you just gotta go solo. You just gotta go one v one. Let's get into it. So here we go. The first thing I wanted to talk about and what brought this this debacle up was the Khalil Mack trade. People going after the Raiders, just, you know, giving up Khalil Mack. So first I actually want to talk about a NBA, NBA scenario, and then that way we'll just bring it back for full circle. We'll, we'll throw it back to the NFL, and we'll finish with the Mack deal. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, though, on, on that front was if you look back last summer in the NBA – when the Cleveland Cavaliers traded Kyrie Irving to the Boston Celtics, mixed actually mixed reviews when that first went down. I think actually people thought that Boston got hosed and Boston gave up too much in the deal. That you know that Isaiah Thomas came off a pretty good season, and then of course Kyrie Irving is a superstar. So, but what I always thought was unfair about the trade. Because now you, you talk to anybody about it, and it's oh, Cle- you know, oh my God, what was Cleveland thinking, getting rid of uh, Kyrie? But what I, I don't understand about the trade, um, even at the time, was the big, the big takeaway from it was the first rounder, the first round Brooklyn pick that Cleveland got from from Boston. But that was the biggest, you know, that was the biggest thing in the trade. I've never been a big Isaiah Thomas guy. You know, he doesn't play any defense, and you know, um, 
you know, pretty good offense, but the hip was a, you know, he was coming back from a hip injury. That was always a concern. I don't think Cleveland did know how bad it was at the time when they, they made the trade, obviously. It was, the, you know, the weird deal where it took a couple of days, and then Boston ended up having to throw a second to the deal. But I just – in, and so, anyway, so everyone today is like, you know, oh, the you know Cleveland got hosed. You know, what were they thinking? But if you even look at it, Kyrie wanted out. And, you know, LeBron came out and said what he said about the deal, how he didn't think that they should have done it, which you could argue that part of the reason he left, that Kyrie left, was because of LeBron. And then you could even argue that, you know, yeah, you could argue that LeBron ends up leaving because, you know, Cleveland just wasn't very good this year without Kyrie. But if you're – but anyway, so to defend Cleveland in a way, um, in 2000 and the 2015-2016 season, they – I mean, they were – if you look at their statistics, they were among one of the best seasons. Um, I think points per game. I think they set a, set a record at threes uh, and – the finals game four of that year and that was the the best product of the Cleveland Cavaliers and you just knew you know that was the year that was Katie's first championship with them first year with them uh with Golden State you just knew that Cleveland was never going to beat Golden State and that was they were at their you know they're at their best um the only other option I you know that everyone talks about every single season is trading Kevin Love um, to make, you know, the team more versatile, to be able to guard, you know, get a wing. But anyways, Ky- so Kyrie wants out. And if you're Cleveland, I, I, I respect that, well, you know, this is try to shake it up because this this is our best product and our best product's not going to beat Golden State. We, I mean, they went to five games with them, you know, and they it wasn't like they went seven and lost in a nail-biter. I just, I, I don't know, I, I respect Cleveland for shaking it up. And to to Cleveland's biggest defense, that Brooklyn pick was always the prize of the deal. The Isaiah Thomas thing that didn't work out. I f- felt like it was unfair. They really wanted him to come in from the get go. They might have rushed him in too quick, and you know he didn't pan out. You can criticize the Laker deal. I I, I didn't love the, that deal. Um, didn't think they should have had to throw a first round pick in for. Um, for Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance, but that that aside, my point is that that didn't work out. But still, the biggest prize in the deal was that Brooklyn 2018 first rounder. Fast forward to this past this past draft when they uh, take um, and just to recap that Boston Cleveland deal. So obviously Boston gets Kyrie Irving in the deal. Boston give up, gives up a 2018 first-rounder, a 2022nd round pick, Ante Zizic, Jay Crowder, and Isaiah Thomas. Um, and then I, I should have said that 2018 first-rounder is the Brooklyn pick. So that, that Brooklyn pick was the enticing thing in the deal. So fast forward to this past spring, and the, or this, the Cavaliers take Colin Sexton. And... So my point is, you know, we we sit here and say, oh, Cleveland got hosed in the deal. But we don't – I mean, that pick, who knows what Colin Sexton turns out to be. I mean, he looks like he's going to be pretty good. Or he maybe he's a flop and we just go the complete other way. And we're like, there's that whole front office should have been fired. 
uh, for that trade. But my, I guess my point is, it's like, and that 2020 pit, second round pick, you know, who knows what they would find in the second round in two years, but it's still a pick. And we still haven't seen what, you know, who gets selected, who becomes that pick, how they become as a player. And Colin Sexton, right now he has like the fourth best odds to win rookie of the year. And he looks pretty good. So are, is this going to be one of those things where we look back in five years and say, wow, you know, this led to this, which led to this. And the Cavaliers ended up with that Colin Sexton, who was, you know, who's an incredible ball player. It's just, for me, I think we get, my point is we get too short term on our analysis for trades. If there's picks involved, you got to, you got to let the, you know, you got to see who gets selected. You got to see how. You know, and it, yeah, there's some time that go, you know, goes into that, but it's just it's hard to criticize a trade with that involves draft picks if we don't know who's getting picked or you know. My whole thing in that is, yeah, it looks bad now, but like, what if Colin Sexton ends up becoming an All Star? Anyways, that was just my my rant on that. I don't know why I brought that trade up. I guess just because, again, I I I saw saw some YouTube clips on. Colin Sexton, he looks like the real deal. I think uh, I think people need to, you know, give him a chance. Um, I think people, th- I mean, people obviously know he's a good player, but people still are hosing Cleveland on that deal. And you could argue too that you know maybe Cleveland lost LeBron because he saw um, how bad they were last season, and he left. But hey, that Colin Sexton's looking pretty good right now, and. All I'm saying is, did Cle- can we really say Cleveland lost that trade yet? Let's give it a couple of seasons and see, you know, Colin Sexton is. And the other thing I had on that was the whole Kyrie thing. He ended up need, uh, needing season-ending surgery to, to fix that knee that he tore back in the 15 finals. He, they would have been without him in, in the, you know, in the, this season, in, this, in the playoffs anyways. Anyways, I don't know. That that's my rant on that trade, which leads me to actually, which sparked this whole whole thing for me was the Bears who gave up um, a 2019, a 2020 first round pick, a third round pick in 2020, and a sixth round pick in 2019 uh, to get Khalil Mack. At this point, I mean, this has been weeks now, so. We're all familiar with that deal. In return, they obviously received Khalil Mack, a second-round pick in 2020, and a conditional fifth-round pick in 2020 as well. You know, and people and people were, you know, making fun of John Gruden, laughing at the Raiders. And, you know, I've, I've always been a big believer in if you have a superstar, you can't trade them. It's just you, you really can't. You tried to make it work, but it was it became clear that they didn't want to pay him the money, especially the Aaron Don- once Aaron Donald got signed. They saw how much Khalil Mack was going to go for, so you know they they it was pretty pretty evident they didn't want to pay him. Uh, Oakland, you know they're moving to Vegas. They're one of those teams that you know out of all the owners, you know a little more strapped for cash in terms of owners, not not li- you know not literally. But uh, so it's clear they didn't want to pay Mac, which is fine. But people are hosing the deal. They uh, what gets me though in the deal is the Bears did give up that second round pick, and or I'm sorry, 
the Raiders. The Raiders gave up that second round pick in um in twenty twenty. And it's like do you really need should you really have thrown a second you know, he's a superstar. Do you really need to throw bundle in a second round pick to, to deal him? But regardless, but see the same thing on that is what I don't understand is that you know, people are criticizing Gruden and the Raiders, but my my thing is it's a 2019 and 2020 pick, first round pick. Let's see, you know, who they draft because if we've learned anything in the NFL today, it's that teams are trying to pick somebody in the first round to use right away, um, bar aside uh, quarterbacks who you know, might need a little longer to develop. But let's see who they take. I just I didn't understand. Again, I think they should have kept Khalil Mack. And then also in the deal, not to mention, I mean, the Bears had to – they signed uh, Mack to six-year, $141 million deal. You know, it wasn't like the, you know, it wasn't like he had a couple years left on his deal. Well, he did, but he wanted to get paid, and he was going to hold out the whole thing. But I don't know. It's like it wasn't like they were just getting him for a steal. You know, he's a superstar. He wanted paid. So they paid him the six-year, $141 million, But I just – let's see the Raiders – Let's just see who they get, you know, with those two first-rounders. Not to mention, teams don't just trade two first-rounders anymore. I mean, if you go back and look at the list, it doesn't it doesn't happen a lot. All right, here we go. I looked it up. Players who were traded for uh, two first-round picks in the NFL over the years. The last one actually was in 2009, uh, nine years ago. Chicago Bears... Speaking of the Bears, uh, they acquired Jay Cutler from Denver. That cost them two first-rounders. The Miami Dolphins acquired uh, Ricky Williams from New New Orleans. That was in 2002 from New Orleans Saints. Keyshawn Johnson, Tampa Bay acquired him from the Jets. For, for and two th- and that was in 2000. Jeff George um, acquired by the Falcons from the Indianapolis Colts. That was in 1994. Herschel Walker from, which, you know, that trade, uh, that might have been, <laughs> that was not a good trade. The Vikings acquired Herschel Walker from Dallas. Colts acquired uh, Fred Young from Seattle, 1988. Eric Dickerson was acquired from the Colts, uh, from the Rams. Jim Everett was acquired from the Rams, from the Oilers, um, and that was in 1986. Um, so yeah, so that's the list. Not a lot of guys. It's still two first round picks. Uh, I think you got to let, you got to wait and see and see who the, the Raiders and now it just becomes, you know, how good are the Raiders at, you know, drafting? It's just, we'll see who they, uh, you know, who they pick. And I, I like the move by Bears. You're, you know, you got Matt Nagy now as head coach. You're really trying to be competitive. You're making moves. You brought in Allen Robinson the offseason. Yeah, you got Jordan Howard in the backfield uh, alongside Tariq Cohen. Um, you brought in Trey Burton from the Eagles. You signed him. But my thing with the Bears is none of this, none of this matters if Mitch Trubisky doesn't pan out. And uh, at the time of recording this, it's before week two. Who knows? Um, Who knows how he does? But week one, you know, he looked very limited. He looked like, you know, everything was scripted for him. Not a lot of throws downfield. He looks good on his feet when he, 
you know, evades the pocket, but I'm worried because he can't stay in the pocket. He can't make the reads. You know, he can't make quick decisions. Everybody, so is this one going to be one of those things where, you know, we make fun of the Raiders, but maybe in a couple of years we look back and think, oh, Trubisky didn't pan out. The Bears team never did anything. And the Raiders, you know, got some pieces in those in the next couple drafts from that deal to make it worthwhile. That that's just all you know. That was my rant. That's all I wanted to to uh, talk about. You just any any trade that involves draft picks, you just gotta let it. You just gotta let it cook. You gotta see. You let the cards fall. See what happens from the deal. And the problem is, the media just blows it up they just want to immediately decide who won the trade and uh you guys just got to let it you just got to let the draft picks come you got to see who gets selected do they fit in are they a bust that was my rant on that trying to think if there's any other news i want to talk about uh ohio state i watched that game last night they beat tcu uh tcu really really had them on the ropes if it wasn't for the blocked punt the strip Strip the fumble touchdown or the pick six by Ohio State's defense, then um, TCU, they, they, they might have won that game. So if you're TCU, that was promising. Um, if you're Ohio State, I think you're, you're glad Urban Meyer's back. Oh, I should have said in the NFL, uh, about NFL, Josh Gordon, at the time we're recording this, that whole thing came out. Who knows what will happen there? Kind of a weird deal. Pulled his hamstring, and uh, or the God, yeah, every time the Browns are ready to part ways with him over a pulled hamstring. I they, they're saying it's not he didn't fail drug test or it's not you know he, or he didn't relapse anything like that. But you stuck with him all those years, and now you're going to release him over a pulled hamstring. I think it's fishy. I think it could be drug related, which sucks, and you know is a is a sucky situation, but. I don't know. I um, that's all I got. So we'll we'll go ahead and head into the next segment and um, do the over and unders for the NFC. I attached it to the back end here. Like I said, I didn't know that Apple process to approve podcast takes a couple weeks. So not not as relevant as it was two weeks ago, but um, still a good listen. Um, still early in the season where it's fun to see and compare. You know, after the first couple weeks results, where we're at on it. So let's take a break and Ty and Jeremy and myself with the over-unders NFC. All right, we're back. Part two of the NFL over-under wins. Um, episode two, we got NFC over-unders. This is going to be fun. We got Jeremy Seahawks to get to, but... We'll start with the. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with the NFC North. Um, man, they had. This is crazy. They got the Bears six and a half. I'm gonna take the over, especially after the news about Cleo Mack. I'm agreeing with that. Trubisky. I'm not. Are you Are you sold on him yet? I'm not sold on Trubisky. I'm. I'm. I'm not sold on Trubisky. Um, got him in fantasy. I'm hoping. I'm wishing him the best, but I don't know. I, it looks like the tangibles are there. Year two, hopefully he's got like the, um, you know, the Carson Wentz um, year two deal. 
where, you know, year one kind of took rolled with the punches. Year two, he comes out. Um, but we'll see. We'll see on that. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen. And I, I will say that Matt Nagy, I think I like him as a coach. I think that was a good pickup by him. John Fox needed to go. Um, but Ty, you got anything to add to that? Browns? Or, I'm sorry, Bears? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm nothing new on that, but... Hey, guys, by the way, Ty's having an allergy attack over here. <laughs> it's, it's, completely, <laughs> it's completely destroying him. Oh, man, he's made a couple trips outside. <laughs> he's tried the Claritin. Clearly isn't clearing him up at all. At all. I've tried Tylenol, ibuprofen. I took one of those vitamin C things. <laughs> all in the span of, like, three hours, though. So. Not, not a, not feeling good. <laughs> the Lions. I'm reading the line. Seven and a half games. Take my money. I will do. Take all my money. A hard under for me. Hard under. For Seven the Lions. and a half. Hard under. Yeah. Stafford. He's been overrated for years. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. For the contract he's getting, they're making. Well, yeah. For the money he's making, I think he's overrated. I think he's overrated. There's some. I don't. I just don't love that team. They they brought in um, what's they brought in the the uh, defense coordinator, the the rocket scientist. <laughs> oh, is it Pat? Something? Patricia. Or Patricia. Patricia. Matt Patricia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. They're the rocket scientist. From the Patriots. Yeah. They're, I, I'll never forget watching um on NBC, Colin or uh Collinsworth always saying, oh yeah, the the, the he's the the sci- the rocket scientist. Like that was it. That was always the thing about him. Like <laughs> how he ended up being a defense coordinator, I don't know. Um, there's all that weird stuff on him. Um, I would hate to have the last name Patricia, though. That is a weird last name, Patricia. <laughs> hey, Patricia, what's up, bro? Especially like, like Patricia Polacco, that, that, that author, that AJ, <laughs> my, yeah, well, uh, seven and a half. I, I don't like it. I will hard under for me. I almost said over, but the arguments you've been making are quite even. Compelling. Even Mr. Patricia, Coach Patricia, I mean, there's nothing masterish about that name. <laughs> hey, Trish, what's up, man? <laughs> Pat. I'd go by Pat. I'd go by Pat before I would go by Patricia. According, all right, here we go. Next up, we got Vikings and Viking, Vikings and Packers, both at ten. We'll go ahead and start with the Vikings. Um, Who's the Vikings quarterback? Kirk Cousins. They signed Cousins in the offseason. I I probably would have I would have kept Keenum. I would have kept Keenum. What is with you and Keenum? Two episodes in a row. Bro, I'm sorry. You're going to try talking me in the case. Yeah, I would have kept him over Cousins, man. I mean, Cousins is a slinger, man. Whatever, bro. We'll see. I think they upgraded that quarterback. I think the money was over i think i the money was eye-opening he was gonna get paid regardless he was gonna get paid but i feel like uh, um Diggs and thielen good combination there Lopez in the same secondary now yeah we'll see anxious to see how look that how out. far they made it though with keenum i mean stop, stop. i just feel like did you really need to go get cousins my, after the, where did case keenum go broncos the broncos he went okay. to the broncos um, we covered well, that in oh. episode one. Okay, okay. This, no, this is this is my thing though. So if they don't if they don't make it as far this year, was it a was it an L for the Vikings to pick up Cousins? 
yeah, I, I would think. I mean, what did they win last year? They won like twelve or thirteen games last year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say so. But my, my you don't is, like him because he's not a sexy quarterback. He is not. He's not. No, he's not. You're right. You're he's right. not. He's not man. Low, but that's it, dude. I'm tired of guys picking like up a, guys because they look sexy. Yeah. No, I just like they look good on paper, I like bro. I don't care. He's in that Alex Smith class where it's like just low, low risk, low reward. I don't. I just just sling it. Just rip it. Um, I will say the Minnesota miracle. Um, do you think there's going to be a hangover over that? So they win that one against the Saints. They go on to get blasted by the Eagles. I don't know. I think there might be a little The NFL hangover. champions? I mean, if you're going to go out, you want to go out by the people that ended up winning the championship. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. On that note, I do like – actually, I do like Zimmerman as a coach. Or Zimmer. I always say Zimmerman. Zimmer, uh, Mike Zimmer as the coach. Um, I think he's top five head coaches in the NFL. Um, yeah. On that note, we'll go over to the Packers, who are also, according to this line, projected 10. Thank you for paying Aaron Rodgers. Probably the most dynamic quarterback in the league. Yeah, easily. He's the best quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. Right now. So the man deserved to get paid. Um, signed Jimmy Graham. You know what? I'm glad that someone's actually going to use Jimmy Graham. Thank you, he was, he was, I hope he so, was, too. He's on my fantasy team. He Thank was, you. He was wasted. Thank you, Jay. Over on the, on the Thank you, Dad. Sidelines. Yeah, man. Thank so. you, Jay Cross. Um, oh, yeah, he had a great season. He, he had a lot of touchdowns last year, though. But he was underused in a Seahawk jersey. Yeah. And then Devontae Adams. He is, is Devontae Adams a top five receiver? Could be. Could be. Okay. Okay, I was just checking. Could be a top. I was five just seeing where we're at with him. Yeah, top be. ten, not a top five. Top definitely 10? in okay. the top ten. Yeah. Okay, okay. Depending on the season he has this year, he could he could be a top top five receiver. It seems like he's had several cut concussions. I have my. I need to stop talking about my fantasy team here. He's on my fantasy team as well. Um, he's had multiple concussions over the last couple of years, which I think's sort sort of uh, worrisome. But I like. I think anytime you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, you got a chance. And then he's those, one of those quarterbacks. Those two cornerbacks they signed, uh, the the kid from Louisville and the kid from Iowa, Jackson and um, ja- uh, Alexander, Jewel. Yeah, yeah. What is his last name? Yeah, I think it's uh, oh, what? It's not Alexander. Mm, no, the kid from Louisville. No, I'm talking about the guy from Iowa. I'm talking about the guy from Iowa. Jackson. That's his last name. Yes. I'm thinking of. Are you talking linebackers? Mm, corners. Nah. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm ta- I'll take the over. I'm going over on the Packers for sure. I'll go over. That's kind of a tough division with the Bears um, after that Mac pickup and the Vikings. But if Rodgers can stay healthy, for sure ten on that. I think the Packers are better than the Bears and the Vikings this season. All right. On that note, we'll go ahead and do the NFC South, starting with. Um, the Buccaneers at six and a half. I need to put my life savings down that there is zero chance they make the playoffs this year. Zero. Six and a half. Give me the under. I think maybe the worst team in the league this year. Winston, we knew coming out of college, had some issues, and it, it seemed to come to a head. 
Was he suspended four games? Four game suspension, I believe. Well, for what did he do again? It was something the Uber. He was getting. I just don't understand. I, I really don't get it. I mean, guys, low profile. You guys are doing dirt in Ubers, and you're going out to parties, and you're, you know, trying to grab chicks' boobs and all kinds of. I just, bro, if you're making that kind of money, Uber the girl to your place and get weird there. I don't understand why you guys have to be out in public where you can be on camera. But, anyways, I. They're gonna have a horrible season this year. I don't. I don't see them doing anything great. All right. Um, I, it's not even worth actually. I don't have to say. I don't know what. Podcast. I don't know what to say else about them. So we'll move on. Uh, definitely under on six and a half. Panthers at nine games. Cam Newton. Listen, man. It Cam came through. Had an MVP Did season. He dropped off. And I just hope that he can bring it back this year, man. I mean, he, he... Did you see that scary hit he took against the Patriots? Yeah. He landed on his head? That was a little worrisome. Um, they, McCaffrey looks good. He's looking good this McCaffrey year. McCaffrey was awesome at Stanford. Has had some dynamic plays. I think he's going to be a great back for them. Um, Is Stewart still there? What's that? Jonathan Stewart. Jay Stewart's still there? No. They traded him? Uh-uh. Where's he at? They got, they picked up, uh, who's the kid from, uh, who was the, Chris, uh, for the Broncos, Chris, um, Anderson? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. Where's Stu? Um. Let's see. Look this up, look this up. It's with the Giants. Oh, that's right. That's right. Not gonna, not gonna see the field, I don't think. was released by the Panthers. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, nine games for the Panthers. I will take the over. I think they have – they bounce back. Um, but they did good last year. I think they – I don't know why they have them getting worse this year. I feel like they had a good off offseason. Um, so, Panthers at nine, I'll take the over. Um, I'm taking the under. Taking the under. Oh, why? Taking the under. You know, I – I don't know if Cam has the year that he needs to have for them to win over nine games. Yeah. And if he gets injured, they're done. Yeah, they are done. So. That's true. Yeah, it's a lot to put on, put on, you know, um, on Newton there. But, yeah, if he gets hurt, they're in trouble. Because um, I don't even know who the backup quarterback is for I don't know either. Carolina. It was uh, – yeah, I don't know who I don't know who that is, that is either. I don't know. Um, Saints nine and a half. They only have them at nine and a half. The Saints. I'm going over. Give me the, the over. Alvin Kamara. 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 Alvin Kamara. 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 Mike Brabel. Tomato. Tomato. Rebel. Rebel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me the hard over. I don't know why these odds have. Sam Ingram. Like, great backfield. Yeah. Yeah. How long's he suspended? He suspended a couple games. Yeah. But yeah. I'll take the over. Mike, Michael Thomas. Is Michael Thomas a top 10 receiver? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. I think so. That's a, that's he, a, he probably, listen, I, this is what we know. Drew, B, Drew Brees rarely gets hurt. I mean, I think the guy, yeah. 
is a tank as far as his stamina to be able to withstand pain and play through through injuries. So, I mean, I think they're going to have a great season. All right, so the Saints were taken over easily, nine and a half. Yeah, I'm over for the Saints for sure. Over. All right, Falcons. Also nine and a half. I don't know if these odds are these odds just seem weird. Falcons nine and a half. I'm gonna take the under. I think. What do you think about Ramsey saying that Maddie Ice is overrated? I'm not a big Maddie Ice guy. He's so. a solid quarterback. Though. I don't know He's about being overrated, man. I mean, he definitely he choked in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, blew an over twenty point lead. Here's here's my thing with the Falcons. You have Julio Jones. Julio Jones. You have Muhammad Sanu, yeah. good number two. They had, I, I, they, I think they lost, they had Hardy. Mm-hmm. They had all these receivers um, that were talented. They had Austin Hooper at tight end. And then they have, uh, what's his name, the back, Devontae Freeman. Why do you draft Calvin Ridley, who already was like a, that who was a questionable, everybody was sort of questioning um, how, you know, how, how good he was really going to be. Yeah. And they drafted him? Yeah. It just it just seemed like a position that they didn't need to worry about, and they did that. I'm and I'm gonna say under. I just you know I think last year they kind of overachieved. Um, I agree with you. And you know last year they sort of had the hangover of blowing that Super Bowl lead, yeah. but still even then I'm taking the under. That division's gonna be good this year. I don't think like last year they had three teams to make it to the playoffs. Um, I think no way this year the NFC South that is. I think there's no way. I, I think only two are going to make it in, and I think Falcons are going to be the one not to get in. So I'll, I will for sure do the under on that one. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's the end of that division. We'll do the um, NFC East. Um, let's see who's got the lowest odds for them. It looks like on this we have Redskins at seven. I will do the over. I'll go over for the Redskins at yeah. seven. I after I just bashed Alex Smith, I think he's he's solid enough. He's to solid get enough. Yes, over seven games. Yeah, and uh, Richardson from Seattle. Yeah, I like him. I think yeah. he. I think he'll shine there. I think yeah. again, the Seattle situation was a little difficult with that offensive line. I think yeah. he's going into a situation that's pretty good. Yeah, I like. I like seven. I like the over on that. Yeah, I like the over on seven as well. Um, we'll, we'll cru- keep on cruising here. Giants at seven. I'm going over for the Giants at seven. I think you got Odell Beckham, who's healthy. I think um, Eli will have a decent year. Uh, I don't think Jonathan Stewart's going to see much of the field, but uh, if for whatever reason you have injury uh, at the running back position, I think you have a solid running back that can come in and give you, you know, give you some yards. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with going with the over on the seven for the Giants. I'm going to take the under. Here's why. I like OBJ. Mm-hmm. I think Barkley's good. Barkley's really hyped right now. I think it's all. I think it's all there. I think he should be. Um, I think he's gonna be really good. Does this injury though? Does this? Is it? The, I think it was the hamstring. A Saquon? Yeah. Is he hurt? He was battling. I know. Oh, he a, sat a hamstring. He, yeah, he was sit. He sat out. I think. But a preseason game or two because of because of that. My thing is, if he can stay healthy and he can run the ball the way he showed he can run the ball. I like I like Shepard. I think he's a good receiver as well. Yeah. Obviously OBJ, Barkley. The big thing for me is 
Eli Manning. You just you get, and that's why I was saying on the first episode, why don't you bring in a guy like Bridgewater to take over? If some Eli Manning is just he hasn't been a good a good quarterback for several seasons. Let's be honest, he, Eli has been an overrated quarterback. The majority yes. of his career. He yes. got lucky and won two Super Bowl rings. Yeah. And we can't take that away from him, but um, I don't know. Everyone, everyone acted so shocked last year when he got benched, and it was I was like, what? I don't understand. He's yeah. not he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL anymore. I just think that. I think you trade him before you bench him on the Giants. Yeah, that's true. They should have traded him. They should have traded him. And there was all that I mean, talk to him, the Jacksonville, that seemed trade real. Him. Trade, trade him. Trade him. Seems like they, they're his guide. I don't think they really have a they have a plan B there. So that's why I just think the, the most important position is the quarterback. And Listen, at the end Eli. of the day, he has won two Super Bowls there. He has. So he has. With that, I think he can get guys on that team to believe that he could potentially do it again. Let's be honest. We saw his brother Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, and they might as well won a Super Bowl without having a quarterback on the field because he couldn't throw to save his life. Yeah, you know, so if he can bl- get the guys to believe in the system, say Quan could have a great uh, year as running back, um, Odell can come back strong. I can see them winning over seven games. All right, we'll go to the Cowboys eight and a half. I'm doing the under. I'm, I'm hard doing under on the on the Cowboys. I'm glad the Cowboys got rid of Dez. I think he was. DJ, he, he couldn't, he couldn't get. Everyone was like crying about. It. He couldn't get open for the last two years. He could not create separation. Yeah. So and when he did, he would drop passes. I mean, he he kind of was reminding me of how Terrell Owens went out at the end of his career. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't I think, get open. Wasn't making the plays he used to make. The best part about the Cowboys has been their offensive line. Mm-hmm. And in preseason, they lost two of them. They lost the uh, Frederick and uh, and then and actually there. I think there's three. I know Smith has been battling an injury, and then um, Ezekiel Elliott is a hothead. I just feel like. You never know if he's going to do something stupid on or off the field. Um, are we? Are, hey, question. Are we sure Dak Prescott's good? Yeah, I mean, there's a pause there because <sighs> Dak had a great rookie year when he came in. He did, yeah. Took over after, for Romo. After Romo got injured with a back injury. Um, but I think the hardest thing to do in the National Football League is to be consistent and I think it really would have helped Dak if Romo could have stayed healthy and been there a few more years just to show him. You know, Romo didn't win a championship, we know that, but he was a solid quarterback in the league for several years. I I think these quarterbacks need time to mature to understand how to be consistent in the league, and I just don't know if Prescott's there yet, man. And then not to mention the no receivers, Gallup, the rookie, I think he's looking pretty good. Yeah. But other than that, really nothing. They Alan Hearns, um, Cole Beasley. I don't know. They just they didn't upgrade at receiver. I really thought they were gonna go out and get somebody. They didn't. So. Um, if you lose Des, you gotta get another receiver. Yeah, you gotta get new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then they lost Witten. They just they really don't have playmaker. I mean, they picked up Tavon Austin, but I mean, he's. I mean, he, he up to this point is career hasn't really done much yeah so i don't know that's all i got i don't think they're that good so then that would leave who eagles ten and a half eagles might go back to back i like the eagles ten eagles and a half. i'm going over 
But are we sure? Is, uh, when's coming back week one? No, he's not. No? Which is not coming back week one. Um, and what's his got, name? They, the, they should have traded They should have traded Nick Poles. He did not look good in preseason. I know it's Nick preseason. Foles is, Nick Foles is starting at quarterback week one. I know, but they should have traded him. He, you'll, they'll never get their return on va- in return on value after winning that Super Bowl. Not at all. They should have traded him. They should have traded him, yeah. got some out of him. But the, the thing he is, wants to start, I'm pretty sure, anyways. So I think he's good with being a backup with the Eagles, man. And this is my take on this, okay? You've won a Super Bowl. You've won an MVP. Okay, okay a Super Bowl MVP, right? Let Carson step in and be the man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get to, dude, you get to ride that backup quarterback position, dude. You're saving your head. And if, for whatever reason, Wentz gets injured again, you're able to step up into that position with confidence. I'm changing my pick. I'm going to go under. I think they'll be right at 10. So at 10 and a half, I'll take the under. All I right. think they'll be right at 10. 10 and 6. I like That's them fair. at 10 and 6. I'm going over. I'm you're going, going over? over? Yeah. Well, D, we got the last division. The last division. The NFC West. <laughs> We're going to have fun with this one. We're going to start with the Cardinals at six games. I'll take the under. Um, I just I don't think they're going to be very good this year. Um, Sam Sam Bradford will play his first three games. And then Sam he'll be out for the season. Bradford needs to retire. I'm tired of seeing this guy on NFL. How does he make – he makes money. All these teams sign him. I think he's making like 10 mil. I just, for, he's never done anything impressive for me. Yeah. You know, so – and, and it's I, sad because, you know, you've got one of the greatest receivers in Fitzgerald to ever play the last game. Last season. And it's, yeah, yeah this is it. So. David Johnson, they are getting him back. But I just, I, I, there's not enough for me there. Peterson's still there on the defensive side. Yeah. I just don't think they're, I just. I don't see him games. doing it. Which is sad because that Seattle Cardinal rival is a, is a great one. Yeah. And I just don't think they're going to be there this year. So I, I agree with you with the under. You agree, you agree with the under? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um. Here we are, Seattle. Seven and a half games. Walk me through it, Jay Cross. You know, the hard thing about Seattle is they've never really been able to put points on the board after Beast Mode left. They, they didn't really establish a running game. Sproles came in and did a decent job, but he got hurt. Um, you still got Baldwin there at, at receiver that you signed to a, to a nice little deal there. Russ is always going to play his role and do a great job. I think the whole scramble um, and throw passes, he's a lot more conservative in that regard. I think when he was um, in his first few years, he was a lot more willing to make those plays. I don't. We all know as an NFL quarterback, the scramble and throw game is never going to work. Their defense, the Legion of Boom, was always their strength, and now I think it might be their Achilles heel. Um, Cam Chancellor, I don't think is is playing. I think he's he still, retired. He, he's he's out. Yeah, and he's retired. Earl Thomas is, is still holding out. Earl Thomas is holding out for the contract. You lost uh, Richard Sherman to the 49ers. Yeah. Um. So it, it's gonna be the only reason I'm giving them an over is because that's the hometown, and I'm gonna be optimistic about it. But it's gonna be a tough battle for them this year, I think. It's a tough. It's tough. I th- yeah, I'll, I'll actually take the over. I think they'll probably go about eight and eight. Yeah. I think their demise has been greatly exaggerated. I don't think you, the Legion of Boom's done. You know, they had they had to reshape things. Mm. You know, they, they. I think they said Earl Thomas, who's holding out. And they traded the last Bennett. member. Who? Bennett. 
Bennett, yeah, Bennett, which he was kind of seemed like he was, yeah. he ran his school. But I mean, there. still. I but mean, it's, still, it's still a member, yeah. yeah. Um, but Russell Wilson, um, I think he has, I just saw the stat the other day, I think he has the second greatest um, pass efficiency uh, or pass, passer rating in NFL history behind Rodgers. He's top five quarterbacks in the league right now. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. the, the, sad, the sad thing about him is they just can never put a line around him. They paid him all that money and said, here, take the money, but we're going to use the money the, that that we would allocate the guarding you um, for you, so just take this money. Which um, is so sad. I mean, I think what Pete Carroll is good at He ran for his life back there. Last season, he you ran for his life. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't do that in the NFL year after year after year. And, you know, there's going to come a point where – if they don't get a line around that guy, he's going to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it they, goes. I think they have eight running backs this year. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyways. I think Pete Carroll might be the best coach at developing average players. Yeah. he's a, I think he's a player's coach. Um, but you got to get a, a line around your guy. I yeah. Mean, he's your franchise quarterback, man, and you're going to continue to build around him. So, we'll see. Eight games. Or, I mean, seven and a half, we both took the over on them. I think that's right. Um, as a side note, I love – I think the only way – and I learned this early, or pretty early on in, in our friendship, uh, not to bring up – someone bring it up, the Super Bowl. Jay Cross gets pretty innovative about I it. I will walk out of the podcast right now. <laughs> I mean, these are basic football principles. If you're on the one-yard line, you run the football. I don't care what anyone says. You've got beast mode on your team. You're on the one – you run the ball, but hey, what do I know? I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to coach. Thank you. I just needed to get that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely pissed right now. Thank you, Alec. <laughs> the next of 49ers, eight and a half games. Um, I'm going to take a hard under on them. I think the 49ers are overrated. I, I saw, I thought that. Um, from I what don't we feel s- like Garoppolo is really, I mean, you're paying this guy. What has he done? Yeah. Yeah, nothing. You're paying him on potential. Small sample size. Very small. Very small sample size. I, I, I think, I don't know. They won some meaningless games, and they lost uh, they, they lost McKinnon for the year. So their starting running back as of now is Alfred Morris. Their receiver core could, I, I mean. Subpar. Yeah, not very good. Um, they did get Sherman, but. Eight and a half games seems high to me. After I think they have, I think they're one rupture. year. I think they're one year away. Listen, Richard Sherman's not going to be the same player. He won't. No. I mean, it's just it is what it is. They paid him. He got his big payout, and I mean, but he's not going to be the Richard Sherman that we knew who played for the Seattle Seahawks. I agree. So. And he's not the best because there's a Jalen Ramsey now. Yeah, Jay Rams. Um. So that takes us to, um, the final team, the L.A. Rams, ten. Wins. Oh, hard under. 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 Yeah, bro. Oh. Sorry. Hard under. I'm yeah, taking the it. over. Yeah. Did you did you watch them last year? I don't. I don't care. That's what I mean. I'm going hard under. They're not winning ten games. Oh wow. They're not winning ten games. Oh. Cross is tough. I'm I'm gonna do yeah, the over. I don't see them winning ten games. Um. Probably close to ten. I could see them. I don't know. Do we think they're a playoff-bound team? Oh, yeah. I think they're in the, the division. Who in that division is going to beat them? That division's awful. Yeah. Um, I'm going over. I think they're going to repeat on their success last year. Dude, they signed. Here's why. I'll give it to you right now. Adamican 2 signed him. Um, they extend, They brought back 
Don- Donald. So Sue and Donald in the in the defensive line. I mean, they're going to be killing quarterbacks. They're going to, you know, um, who else? Are they oh, they brought in uh, Marcus Peters at corner, Hakeem Talib at corner. They 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 re they retooled this summer. They brought in Brandon Cooks, Sammy Watkins, who you'll never convince me is an NFL receiver. He's not been good since he's entered the league. They flip him for, or they they didn't bring him back. They bring in Brandon Cooks, speedy guy. I'm just saying, I think that they made enough moves to improve on last season. And last season, they were pretty dang good, too. So, I think they won more than 10 games last year. So, I'm taking the over. All right. So, on that note, we'll go ahead and uh, end it. End things. Got any? Uh, got anything? Got anything to add on that? Any? Uh, did you figure out that guy's name for? We have no idea who that guy is. <laughs> that plays for the Lakers. <laughs> if someone could please tell us, I we don't. Hey, here's, I we we know he is. We don't know how to pronounce his name. Something we didn't talk about LeBron to LA. Yeah. What was up with the weird signings with Rondo, Beasley, Stevenson, uh, McGee? What was with the weird? It just. What are they going for for this year? I don't understand. You have no shooters on the team. No shooters. I don't, I don't. I really don't understand. Maybe they're going for a defensive presence, and if we can't outshoot the Warriors, maybe we can hold them under a certain amount of points. I I really don't know where the front office is going with this team. I think they're just trying to get um, some instant wins. You know, I think they want to want to at least try to make the playoffs this year and hopefully potentially get a, a Kawhi Leonard, you know, next summer. And so it's very interesting to me. I, I think they're going to have a few guys step up. Uh, we know LeBron's going to play well. It'll be interesting to see how um, how ball plays with Rondo there and who ends up starting yeah. at that position. That'll yeah, be, that's that'll true. That'll be very interesting. I think Kuzma is a starter on that team. I like the Instagram videos of Ball, uh, his new his new shooting form. Yeah, it needed to be fixed. Yeah, it needed to be fixed. That that was whack. Yeah. Um, so, it'll be interesting. I think I think it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, look out for the Celtics. I think the Celtic Laker um, rivalry is going to be huge this year. With Kyrie being healthy, Gordon Hayward coming back. LeBron being in L.A., I, I think it's going to be definitely a, a great matchup. Um, and I look for the Celtics to, you know, to come out of the East, and I look for – I still look at the Warriors to be the favorite to win the, oh, yeah. the, the NBA Easily. title. But we'll see. All right. All right, man. Thanks for coming on Yeah, man, again. Thanks, for, thanks for having me on the show, man. And uh, We'll have you guys on again. Till next time. Till next time. Thank you.